Welcome to Second Act podcast. Second Act, it's a continuation, yet an evolution. It's finding meaning, fulfillment, and a deep sense of purpose. Through these podcasts, I like to invite people who have experienced their second acts, found a bigger purpose, and are ready to share their stories, as we truly believe learnings happen through conversations. Today's podcast is really special as well, because I have a very young person, a young entrepreneur. His name is Praneet Singh. He is a founder of two startups already in India. His startups lie in educational domain, and previously, Praneet also had led a non-profit Currently, Praneet is setting up an entrepreneurial accelerator in K-12 space to embed experiential leadership development curriculum in schools. And that is what fascinated me to this young guy. Praneet, I am very, very happy to welcome you on the Second Act podcast. And uh, I hope that uh, your story will be such an inspiration to the youth of today. Tell us everything about being an entrepreneur at this young age, your learnings, how hard was it and how hard still it is, I would say. I am absolutely thrilled to be here. You've been extremely kind to me and I would be more than happy to share my story with you. Each one of you who's uh, going to listen us talk. I began an entrepreneurial uh, journey at the age of 21. I had uh, started my uh, venture called EdQuest. Okay. What we were trying to do with that is uh, we were trying to facilitate uh, study and cultural exchanges between schools across the world. There would be kids coming in from Germany or Japan or France to India, and we would send students from Indian schools to study in schools abroad for about a semester or a year. What we were trying to do was uh, bridge the gap between uh, how we were globally educating the next generation so that kids studying in India uh, could sort of immerse themselves in a different culture. They would stay with the host family and they would sort of realize and fathom the interconnectedness of what binds us or or what holds us together as one human race. Also, one of the objectives of doing that was to make sure that diversity and inclusion were an integral part of what we were trying to teach any child who goes to a school as in, and not just give it to them as theory, but to actually have them say, occupy a physical space in which they could sort of realize that no matter what the other person may look like, the color of the skin or what God they pray to, we are more more or less very similar in our ambitions, in our pursuits, and the sort of issues we want to fix in this world. My second venture, which I am pursuing as we speak, is called Curentia. And this by far, I believe, is my second act. So I resigned from EdQuest, thinking that this wasn't my true calling. And my true calling was giving to the world what truly healed me. So I have myself seen a lot of failures. I have not really received the education of my choice or studied every subject that I I would have wanted to. And so if I have reached any in life, it is due to a concept called experiential leadership development. 
So early on in my life, I think when I was 17, I joined a not-for-profit. This was when I was pursuing my college. And so in my university, I wasn't really educating myself at all because everything that we were being taught was obsolete. I am a student of BTEC and most of what we were being taught was outdated. So if I have learned anything about running a venture, about leading a team, about inspiring somebody, about setting a goal, about following a vision or setting forth a venture, it is entirely due to my experience in that not-for-profit. So it healed me as a person. I lost my dad very early on in my life. And uh, the only way I actually came out of that trauma, that shock, that extremely low point in my life was because I had a purpose that extended beyond myself. It extended beyond my personal gains. It extended beyond the tribulations of my life. It made me realize that why I exist or what I'm doing while I'm doing and everything that is by large occupying my world is for a reason which is way larger than me and that my grievances and my failures and my rock bottom did not really matter as much as the sort of things that I was doing through that platform for the world. So I didn't really stop. And that has, you know, sort of had me going. And I, for one, describe the whole idea of purpose as sort of taking away the pain that you once experienced from the world That is number one, something that you uniquely experienced that has given you a lot of pain and you want to sort of take away that pain and suffering from the world. Or the second one could be that something healed you and you want to give more of it to the world so it can heal everybody who's sort of going through the same phase as you are. So my venture right now called Curentia is trying to do that. I'm trying to make sure that beginning from school, I can incorporate and embed the idea of experiential development in kids where they experience and they learn and they step outside their classrooms and actually go to the hotspots of change, go to the hotspots of innovation, go to the front lines of where actually we can witness cultural or social change. And so what they bring back with themselves to the school and what actually sort of becomes the center of classroom inquiry and scientific research and what students actually study are all those issues that they witnessed outside so that we're not sort of educating somebody in a passive way, rather we are engaging into institutional inversion and the real world needs and the problems the globally pressing issues or the locally pressing issues, they become the center of research. And that is what students sort of work together in a peer-to-peer learning setup to actually solve into a more viable, adoptable way that can sustain itself for long enough. So the kids can generate ideas, but also sort of learn to build an inclusive and very cohesive future communities that they want to live for and develop a purpose for. 
I love the way that you talk about purpose because that's exactly what I do in my workshops as well. When we are doing workshops with corporates on purpose, they actually, again, even after doing the complete workshop, it says, we're still very confused. How do we know what's the purpose? This question, I think, has not one definite answer. What has been your purpose or uh, what kind of purpose are you bringing in your work? Part of it is to sort of develop a habit among kids or among any young individual that, that I have crossed paths with or I do so has been that I want to sort of help them develop the habit of solving problems. But not just that. I think my purpose relates to having a metacognitive awareness, something that they can sort of go back home and realize that what has been their unique experience with life since their birth and what has it been trying to teach them? Because here is what I realized. I realized that our values get born out of certain experiences that we live through. Some part of it is already embedded in our DNA, but most of it has to do with the experiences. So my purpose largely is for people who I cross paths with to one, realize their values. And values will never be something that you can incorporate from somebody else or you you can imitate or you can replicate or you can try to sort of forge or you find yourself trying to be an imposter. No, you know, values are uniquely born through your experiences, through things that you have once, you know, sort of failed at, through things that have been a breakthrough in your life. And so once these individuals realize those set of values, then my idea is to experientially have them infuse those values in everything they do. So a unique purpose gets born. So they get more aware, more informed, and they can reach beyond their cognition, what is also called as metacognition, as in when you know about why you are engaging into something, when you can delve deep into what is the reason or what is the meaning or what has been the larger pattern in your life. And in your dictionary, I'd refer to this as their second act. So my point is every young person who engages with my venture, with with my school, gets to sort of reach within himself and question the sort of values, these sort of things they want to fix in the world and then largely help them birth a cogent idea which can fuel their purpose, any business idea or any social idea that can sort of fuel their purpose. And then we sort of mentor and incubate them until they're good on their own to actually sort of help the world become a way better place than how they were born into. My second objective and goal has largely been through my first venture that I wanted to let every school student who traveled with us to any school across the world or through any tour across the world, we wanted to help them find their own classroom 
to own their learning so my idea has largely been how i explained purpose to you earlier that i never had the choice i never had the complete autonomy to make decisions for myself and that is the case with most students of a school so i wanted to give kids that platform where they could own their experience own their learning journey and find the classroom in the world find where they belong and by themselves they could travel across the world maybe from india to japan and stay there on their own and sort of find their own place in the world find which country in the world or which school in the world or which research center in the world is a place where they want to educate themselves is a place where they could reinvent themselves is a place where they could sort of have enough space to realize the sort of individuality that a child has so all these things that we were trying to do and i still continue to do is largely how i infuse my purpose into my ventures the idea of making a choice for yourself to own your journey and secondly the idea that more and more students more and more young individuals can realize what the calling for the world is what their values are and infuse those values to accelerate the outcomes they're seeking in their lives right what you're saying and what i hear is basically that whatever we are doing right now as a form of transforming people or you know bringing in this awareness because like you said you didn't have a choice neither did our generation have a choice so we were just thrown into things and now is the time when world has opened up it has a lot of resources available a lot of areas which allow us to be ourselves in a way and the younger we start i think that's going to be a part of our dna then when we don't have to learn what inclusion and diversity is because uh, we will be living it every day since we are young right so i really love your what you're doing and what you're bringing but how has like this um, been taken by the indian schools or indian education system are you already launching it launched it or are you struggling with it how is it right now for you i think part of it i am still struggling with but what has fairly worked for me is the school industry largely wants to buy into something or vouch for something when it also solves some problems that they you know sort of find themselves stuck in at the grassroots level part of it is how do they embed the idea of traveling the idea of a global experience the idea of a cross cultural environment so what i realized was to have my own way with these schools i had to sort of figure out what problems are schools facing that are personal to them and while i solve them in my own unique way how do i deliver the module or the objectives or the goals that i have for these kids tier 1 and tier 2 schools largely believe that their students should step out of the school and sort of travel the world and realize and make friends and you know forge a larger network but but also sort of uh, do that as they learn so what i tried was i designed educational tours i designed exchanges in a way that through the course of those two weeks or six months or one year 
we could, through our own unique manner, also deliver the objectives that we had set forth in our vision. Mm -hmm. But when you're not doing that, for instance, the venture I am running right now, how do I set up startup accelerators or business idea incubators in school? Now, this is a fundamentally new concept. And I think of it as a niche. And what we're trying to do is we are investing largely in schools that believe in our vision, that have a vision that is resonant with ours. Uh, I believe right now we may be struggling, but if we have three or four or five schools that we can largely make an impact for and with, the message will transpire and uh, it will spread. And also because we're, we're still trying to figure out all the right answers and uh, you know what may be the right approach to do what we intend to do. So we have already partnered with one school and we did this for a year and it worked out just fine. But there are so many things that we'd have to sort of transform and change. So part of this concept is understanding what will lead your industry or what will lead your market to buy into your vision, which may not just be by the virtue of how futuristic your vision may be, but how it solves some of the problems that they have, which they're unable to wrap their heads around, or they're looking for an innovative solution. So what I also mentioned about the vision that we wanted to solve real world innovation needs and to sort of get there, we also have to know what is the need of these schools? How do we come up with a ubiquitous solution for that? Perfect. And tell me, Praneet, are you so intense uh, otherwise as a person as well? Or do you have your quirky side? <laughs> Things which I sort of enjoy the most are reading, studying, doing online courses. The only thing fun I love doing is I, I have watched friends and I keep doing that. I must have done it for about 10 to 12 times. I have finished all 10, you call these seasons, for about 10 to 12 times. So that is by far the only thing which I love doing. Apart from that, I think I make uh, education, learning and the pursuit of knowledge so interesting for myself. And I keep sort of exploring so many different uh, topics and so many different fields. And I for one, love the quest of knowledge. After I lost my dad, I was very young, right? And I couldn't really fathom about what really took him away, what went wrong as it, uh, for somebody who had inspired all of us, what wrong could he possibly have done that, you know, things came to such terrible end for him? So, I realized through reading about 20 to 25 different books on life and death that the only thing you take with yourself is consciousness. When you live or when you die, the only thing that travels with you is how conscious you could be, how you could realize that you are here a lot more for your second act than what you imagine your role to be. The identity that we forge for ourselves, the identity that we embody, all, all of it is false. 
So I started since then chasing how conscious could I be as a human being? How could I embody and sort of pursue my second act? But just like you also inspire everybody else to pursue theirs and to sort of unlock their true selves, remove their masks and stop living a false life and actually pursue what fuels them. I'm wishing that all younger people who are growing up have this strong value system in them and they are trying to make a difference in the world like you are. So you truly are an inspiration, Praneet. Thank you for what you're doing. And uh, I'd love to know you more as a person and uh, what you're doing, in what capacity and, you know, the beautiful concepts that you're bringing in, um, you know, school life and also younger kids. I think it's commendable. It's an honor to have you and also an honor to see this change which younger people are getting and it's all the best for it. And in case there's anything that, you know, people like us can do, it will be a big privilege as well. Great to chat up with you and uh, great to know you more. I would like to thank you. And it has been an absolute pleasure to be here with you. And I think the only message I'd want to leave with the audience, if I have a chance, is that I want all of us to sort of go back home and sort of draw a chart in which you write down all the peak experiences you've had in your life, the highs of your life and the extreme rock bottom moments, the extreme lows and, you know, the peak highs. Try asking yourself, try doing a self-reflection about the sort of values that got born with those peak experiences, you know, your extreme failures and your euphoric moments. And then maybe you'd be a little more self-informed and self-aware about what is it that your values truly are. And then I want all of you to infuse those values, to believe in those, to sort of realize that they happen to you for a reason. And when you do that, I am sure you're going to do so much better in your life and all your actions, whether social or commercial or your personal lives are going to be accelerated. Yes, absolutely. And I'm a big fan of writing uh, things myself. More and more people can do it. It only brings in higher awareness. Also a lot of reflection, isn't it? Right, right, right. Yes. When we realize our values, I think part of what changes within us is that we become a lot more aware about our second act, about our purpose, about you know, why are we uniquely born? So I have a question for your audience. And if we fail to answer it every day, then something is going wrong. And that has stuck with me by my life. And it is that if I am absent tomorrow, what will be missing in this world? And what unique space or what unique place do I fill in this world? And if your answer is a part of your job role, you must know that you can be easily replaced. But if the answer has got to do with the sort of change you're bringing in the world and that there will be nobody else to bring that or to be that leader or mentor or coach to so-and-so amount of individuals, as simple as you know, being a great parent to your child, I think we as human race then lack purpose if we're stuck in the mechanics of life.
the more that I'm hearing you, the more I can hear you beyond what you are saying. I'm sure there's lots more that one can learn from you, the insights that you have. So keep up your good work, Praneet, and keep inspiring okay. the younger and the younger people so that it all becomes a part of our DNA. Thank you again. And, uh, see you soon, my dear. See you. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you.